Let freedom clean. Let freedom clean. Hey, John, do you like soaps? Love it. Do you love our military? Sir, yes, sir. Oh, man, do I have a company for you. Hero Soap Company. Oh, you mean the all-natural, no-chemicals fragrances or dyes? Oh, that's the one. No parabens found in many mainline soaps. Parabens, according to the FDA, are found in breast biopsies with cancer and cause male reproductive issues. Oh, no! That's a problem. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And with every subscription... This purchase will donate one one soap. So that means when you get a soap, they send a soap overseas to our troops. Gives them some peppermint cool to tingle their nuts for the first time during their deployment. And a portion of sales also go to Operation Finally Home, which helps build homes for veterans in need. Subscribe and get subs straight to your door every month, hassle-free and contract-free. And for right now, Hero Soaps is having our fans get 10% off their purchase when you use the promo code BIGFOOT. That's right, guys. 10% off when you use the promo code BIGFOOT at checkout. So, BIGFOOT, if you get a subscription, you get to donate to some troops in need. Oh, yeah. Let freedom clean, guys. What about Bigfoot? What about Bigfoot? Bigfoot. What about Bigfoot? What about Bigfoot? I'm your mama, I'm your daddy, I go Bigfoot in the alley. What you got, what you need, cause you ever see fairies about Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Welcome to the episode of What About Bigfoot, the only show that has changed their base of operations again. The government will never find us. This is a show about conspiracy theories, not conspiracy theories, witches, warlocks, mystical creatures, non-mystical creatures, uh, what else? Assassinations, legends, stories, anything we do awesome, that's what we're doing, and we're doing a really, really awesome one today. Take us there. This is the the great legend of D.B. Cooper. Oh, snap. Is it a funny story how that name came about? Oh, wow. All right. So we'll, we'll get to the, the the name change thing a little bit later, but let's just get off the bat. D.B. Cooper, one of the most infamous, you know, kind of hijackings, plane hijackings and escapee yeah. of all time. Oh, yeah. There was never uh, any suspects were ever found, detained, anything. He was never seen again. Yeah, he was just so this was like the coolest thing. I mean, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty cool before I started doing my research, and this is like one of my favorites off the bat, just right. based on because it's real. Yeah. It actually it? happened. It's not no. Fictional. Yeah, this is not some fictional story or some kind of creature that somebody saw that might be a sandhill crane. You know yeah. what I mean? This, crane. <laughs> the crane road. Yeah, the this, is, this is a legit story. This is this is just so so cool. Um, November 24th. Thanksgiving, oh. 1971. Uh, this, a man who bought a ticket by the name of Dan Cooper. Uh, you know what I'm saying? See, this is, this is this where it gets a little crazy, right? We'll get to the DB part later, but he hijacked a Boeing 727 plane that was going from Portland to Seattle. Okay. okay. So it's just, it's, it's a big plane. There's like 50 total passengers in including the crew mm-hmm. so uh purchased a ticket by the name of dan cooper with cash um well, you, you can know. do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean you just i guess you just give him a name or i yeah. don't know i don't I guess that's how it works in the 70s you yeah. know? uh <clears throat> an actual name mis- uh, an actual name miscommunication 
later on by one of the reporters after this whole like story went down named him db cooper on accident uh, and then it was like in a he was like in a rush named him db and then everybody just went with db off the bat just because that was the first initial report so it yeah. just became db cooper even though the, his name was dan it was said that he extorted two hundred thousand dollars in cash that's a lot for him. Parachuted world. into the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> That's some cool shit. I guess, yeah, I guess so much cooler. Evidence claims that he did not survive the jump just because there's no one found, but there was no body found either. So yeah, then maybe he did survive it. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? It gets pretty crazy because it's just, uh, in the timeline, he like he supposedly jumps out at night. Uh, so it's like, you know, but then there was like some severe kind of wind that kind of pushed the plane mm -hmm. off, off, off course. Off course. Yeah. And because the, that the stairs on the, on like the back of it, it had to be like released down yeah. that it kind of like up tilted the, the chart, uh, like, like the flight path yeah. of the plane and it kind of made it like off kilter a little bit. So then it, the, like the flight pattern that he wanted was a little bit off course by like uh, 80 degrees even apparently yeah no conclusions have ever been made no one ever found him fbi actually suspended the investigation um right. one cool thing of evidence found was that a young boy in, in 1980 actually found some of the ransom money bills oh shit and and uh even the serial numbers matched up there was like three wads of uh of 20s twenties. Uh, so it was it was two hundred thousand and he lost total dollars so yeah. it was it was ten thousand twenty dollar bills that they got from oh, from, from like surrounding seattle banks um shortly after the flight db or dan you know so like the flight takes off and db hands a note to the flight attendant right as you do and she puts the note in her purse thinking it was it was his number oh so so he, so so he's like hey miss read that fucking note you better look at this note i have a bomb <laughs> why, why are you gonna look at the note then? yeah <laughs> i mean he could just say that but i mean he said it anyway i guess i guess too late for the note now so then uh upon upon the bomb you know note or you know wordly exchange of the bomb. <laughs> uh, he, he actually ordered her to sit down next to him where uh, where she even asked to see the bomb. Uh, I mean, she just want to make yeah. sure it's there, you know what I mean? It's an actual threat. Yeah. He opens the briefcase. Uh, apparently there's uh, four red cylinders. Uh, I'm like, I'm like guessing dynamite. I don't, I don't know shit about bombs, but that's just what dynamite looks like. Yeah, yeah. so uh, eight of them, four on top of four, uh, lined up with a bunch of wires and a battery and a bunch of stuff. Like, who, I mean, who the fuck knows if it's a bomb? It could have been a fucking Roll microwave open, you know? <laughs> it could have been Roll Flares. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it could have been anything... Uh, of course, she actually believed him. Well, of course, you got to get yeah, it's a crazy bomb, right? Um, he, he, so then he actually showed her the bomb. She went and told the pilots. He actually had hit his demands for two hundred thousand dollars, four parachutes, a fuel tank standing by to refuel the plane when they land, and and uh and then so like she she she, she like leaves to the pilot's cockpit they tell her demands they get a hold of like their flight crew on grounds yeah. or whatever they tell them that the demands she comes back and he's wearing glasses now you know? uh, suspicious got those dark glasses yeah <laughs> that's what like 
in the sketches, there's like two sketches of him, one without glasses and one with glasses. So I think that's where the glasses part comes in. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that really mattered. He just felt really cool yeah. after. He's like, I'm, I did it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so after that, the president of the airlines had actually ordered all the employees to to uh, cooperate. Yeah. Uh, which which they all did. Um, there was actually the flight ha had actually circled the airport for almost two hours before oh, the FBI and the authorities had, had actually right. gathered the money and the fucking parachutes and, and the fuel tank and stuff and all that. Um, flight attendant Tina Mucklow, recall the DB was a very calm and nice person. He actually wasn't, wasn't like angry or wasn't like, yeah, he wasn't demanding. He was actually very calm. He actually just smoked some cigarettes. He actually, he actually ordered drinks and paid for them. <laughs> and he was well aware of the terrain that was that like the flight. Should have, yeah, yeah, the day it was over, he was like aware that he was driving. They was flying over Tacoma. He was yeah. like, "Oh, is that Tacoma?" You know, yeah. but yeah. So the FBI had actually gathered all the cash, uh, ten thousand twenty dollar bills from surrounding local Let's banks see. in Seattle, um, with the all the the men's met. He actually orders them to land. Um, where he was given the parachutes and the money through through the Tina Maklo, yeah, uh, she was a attendant, right? Uh, so after that, he 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 he, had, he he actually lets all the passengers, like all the civilians, off, and like most of the crew, except for like her, uh, two pilots, um, one flight engineer, and yeah. I think one other person, um, where where he 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 actually it got like refueled. He actually closed all the windows in case there was like a sniper. Yeah. Him. So that he actually ordered all the flight attendants to close all the windows. Yeah. And then um, got refueled, and he actually wanted the plane to take off with the stairs still down in the back, which they said was impossible or whatever. So, yeah. so he actually like negotiated that we could just drop the stairs, you know. Yeah. In flight or whatever, yeah. but but he, but he ordered that the that the landing gear stay down. Uh, which I don't know why, and he ordered that the plane actually goes at a hundred knots, which is minimum speed before the plane can like stall in air. Uh, so I guess he actually knew a little bit about planes, yeah, which was kind of interesting. Have, he must have known a bit about planes. He must have thought about like, okay, I need to go this fast, yeah, so I can land where I need to land. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, if it's going top speed, I don't think you can jump out. You know, what yeah. I mean? just for the cabin pressure and all yeah, that. Yeah. So, so he he he. he, he his other like demand was that the plane it actually flies at ten thousand feet high instead of like the regulated like thirty thousand yeah. feet or whatever it is, and uh, so he, he was like a pretty smart guy yeah. in that aspect of that he kind of knew something he, he about, he about just, like aviation. Yeah, he wasn't making this up as he went along. Yeah, right? and uh, and apparently he knew something about parachutes, so so maybe he was yeah. you know, some kind of paratrooper or something. Parachute or something. Or something. He was in the military, army, yeah. something. I mean, he could have been a fucking instructor. For, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he could have just uh, read a book. Um, upon taking off, he actually planned his route for Mexico City, uh, right towards Mexico City. Yeah. 
but because it was it was so far that they had to refuel again, really? uh, which they agreed on refueling in Reno, Nevada. Yeah, uh, which was you know, it was a, uh, it was where the plane actually landed, but from the plane from Seattle to Reno. He actually orders everybody to go into the cockpit and lock it where he was back there by himself. Yeah. He actually opens up the back door himself and is never seen again. Yeah. yeah. But the crazy thing is, is that the military had five jets. On the, like, following them? There was two, like, a couple miles behind it, and yeah. there was one above it and one below it. And, none, and neither one of them saw... <laughs> anyone jump out any parachutes any sign but it was also night yeah. <coughs> so no so who knows where he landed if he landed safely he got hit by a jet and they didn't want to say nothing yeah if he got it he got away i mean he could have got eaten by a bear yeah a bear he could have got you know what i mean so he just got, he got broke both his legs he could have got eaten by mall but i don't know it sounds so, like he, he got away man. so this plane lands in reno right mm-hmm. Authorities, FBI, sheriff, everyone stops, surrounds the plane. They all look in, and he's not there, right? So like, they're like, bitch. "Fuck yeah!" And then, you know, he must have got away or whatever. So they have like they have like all these like investigations of all these people, and they have to interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so they, uh, this is kind of where where like the drawing comes in, and like everyone has like kind of like the same account of the guy. He was like five ten, about one hundred fifty pounds. Super nice. You know, he was, he was super nice. He was like about in the forties. So that's kind of like like the main thing. So they got about eight hundred suspects off the back, just <laughs> random people that could be this guy. Yeah. You know, and just based on his high weight and I guess age. And yeah, and super nice yeah, guys. Super nice forty year old. Yeah. <laughs> um, where actually one of them was his real name was BB Cooper. Oh. So this no. is where this is where the the name confusion comes in. So. The authorities are kind of hoping this guy just actually used his romaine yeah. while buying a ticket, right? <laughs> um, so the authorities go and like quickly find out that he's not the actual guy because yeah. he's actually in his home in fucking Oregon. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, I've been here like this whole time. So they're like, a reporter like in a rush for, for a deadline just prints it, D.B. Cooper. Yeah. And just... And then so yeah. so then like the next two newspapers see that they reported DB Cooper so then it just spreads like wildfire, yeah, wildfire and then it's the story of DB Cooper now yeah. and not Dan Cooper yeah. which arguably sounds cooler. Yeah, yeah, I want to be like Dan Cooper. Yeah, I'm, if if I'm, it was Dan Cooper, we wouldn't have this episode I'm, right I'm, now. I'm Dan Cooper. I'm, I'm <laughs> the, uh, I have a bomb. Give me two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, so I think this is way cooler. Yeah, DB just uh, sounds like a guy who wears. Sunglasses at yeah. night. Yeah, mysterious as fuck. What cool guy. Wear sunglasses at night on an airplane. On an airplane? Woo! And may or may not have sticks of dynamite. And just disappears into the night. And disappears into the night and drops like half his shit, but <laughs> it's cool he doesn't have the other half. He actually lost like like a, like three thousand bucks or something. Oh, you said ten thousand. No, it was like it was, no, no. Oh, they got the ten thousand around the, the yeah. It, no, the it was ten thousand twenty dollar bills to make oh. up the two hundred thousand total. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. I so I mean, he only lost like that. yeah, like a couple hundred bucks or something. But <laughs> like, yeah, so it wasn't a big deal, you know. But I can't believe he has to have got away because they didn't find the bomb. They leave the bomb on the plane. I, I have no idea. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he kept the bomb. He had to have took it. Yeah, if he had a bomb, he has a bag of money. 
He has cool guy sunglasses. Parachutes. Parachutes. No one's finding anything. They don't find the parachutes. They no evidence but the money. But the money that some random kid found. And no one has ever used the money. So that's no another one. crazy thing, too. Is that, like, the, like, all, like, the serial numbers mm-hmm. were, like, are, were, like, traceable or whatever. Yeah. They had it all, you know, on file. And... None of them were ever used except for the money that was found by the by the river. Snap. So it's like, did he die? Did he hide it? Did he just, you know? Did he go to Mexico and exchange it for pesos? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That would be the smart. Yeah, did he make it in Mexico? Maybe he just dressed up as a flight attendant and did it like that. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> flight like, attendants back in the day were all just women. <laughs> well, he could have been a fucking pilot. Or, you know what I mean? They're like, no, I'm the pilot now. Yeah, okay. I'm the pilot. Oh yeah! Oh. Kick that dude out the fucking plane, oh, and then and he did some like movie style shit where he hid it in the fucking, you know, uh, in a secret compartment of the plane was, and got that shit later. You know, oh, what I'm that's that's cool. That's one cool guy. Yeah. I wonder if he was, he was the. It'd actually be like super cool if somebody made a movie about it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because I think, I, yeah, I think because yeah, it'd be an awesome movie. It's a real tale, and there was movies made back in the day, but that was fucking old shit. Or what do you? Yeah. You know what I mean? No production value. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like big. Dun, dun, dun. Denzel Washington. This could, this could be a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of a cool guy. <laughs> I can see Leonardo with that. Leo fucking killing this shit. Yeah, some high tense situation. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He's like in his 40s right now. Perfect. Perfect time. Damn, Leo. Leo. Leo, hit us up. You want to play D.B. Cooper? We won't write the script. We're just going to give you the cliff notes. Yeah, do you want to play, play D.B. Cooper in our fucking production of D.B. Cooper? On the sci-fi network? Because we're trying to deal with him. <laughs> trying to... We'll, we'll, we'll look at some, like, he was a time traveler kind of thing. He was a, you know, quantum leaper. Whoa. Oh, whoa, quantum leaper. Yeah, I mean, this guy disappeared without a trace. Who knows? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He could be, he could be anything. He could be anywhere, anything, anytime. He's probably dead. But yeah, but... If he's smoking those camels on filters in the 70s, yeah. he's probably in a home somewhere. Avid cigarette smoker. Uh, he loved them ciggies. Yeah. Ciggies and his whiskey. Or, like... All the evidence was just like cigarette butts and like fingerprints, and I guess I guess someone even stole those the, the cigarette butts. What? Of the evidence, yeah. Oh, Missing. this guy. Missing. This guy <coughs> has to be an XCA agent or an X something that the government don't want to be found. That's the only thing that can explain the cigarettes being stolen and the fingerprints not being identified. I'm smelling conspiracy theory Damn. around here. XCIA, I didn't um, think about XCIA, that. XCIA, they don't want him. He's not supposed to be known. He's not supposed to be anything. That's why he has the knowledge of planes, has the knowledge of parachutes, has the knowledge to put a bomb together. Definitely could have some military experience. Make sure he knows how to get to Mexico. Yeah. Undetected. This mm. is, oh, man. We just opened up a new flower in Uh-oh. the myth of D.B. Cooper. Uh-oh. And maybe Dan was his real name. This is one that we could road trip for. Oh, yeah. Damn. And we can also look for Bigfoot because it's in the, you know. In the same area. Yep. Oh, yeah. There we go. Cool two birds with one stone. <laughs> we buy some cash, too. <laughs> That'd be pretty rad. That'd be awesome. Like, oh, yeah, we should take the flight pattern. You know, we can't bring a bomb on this. Yeah, thing. we're just going to have to hijack the plane. And <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. We're 
we're not going to do that. Yeah. FBI. We, we got to use our real names and we got to put credit cards down. Yeah. Hey, just put cash in. Yeah. Yeah. He can't go to... He's run, not that easy. Thanks just, a lot. He just can't work. run into the airport. All because of this bastard and yeah. a couple other bastards. Yeah, after. a couple other... I think it was... <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it was still cool with it, like, paying cash. <laughs> he just can't run in there like, here's 40 bucks. Get me where I can go now. And then they start asking you questions and you get body cavity shirts. Oh. They don't lose lube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this one. Dry glove. Dry glove. Dry glove with love. Oh, no love. Oh, yeah. They just dry. <laughs> your hammer start acting up, and it's a big thing. Uh, I think it's a good one, but you know, we, got, we have the main question still. What about Bigfoot? And I'm thinking Bigfoot's in on it. Oh, in Bigfoot on it. Bigfoot got a motherfucking cut. He fell into the forest. You know why? He knows Bigfoot because he's ex-CIA and he knows about Bigfoot. Holy shit. And Bigfoot's like, come on, come on, come on. I'll get you across. Down into the caves. No one's going to find you in the caves, man. And then the twist happens. The like, twist? The twist. Bigfoot kills D.B. Cooper to take all the money for himself. Oh, shit. Uh, any heist plan always has the double cross. Oh, uh, the double crosser <laughs> is Bigfoot, the, the man. The double crosser Holy is Bigfoot. Shit. So down to the caves, come on, right? He's like, oh wait, this was a part of the plan. He goes, it's part of my plan. And he has like a woodchuck, like, ah. He sounds like Ivan Drago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's rushing, he's the rushing. He does, he does. He, you know, he goes, this was part of my plan. <laughs> Big food plan. He's <laughs> like, an 80s movie villain. Yeah. He has a scar. <laughs> Back with the other. <laughs> Earlier in the movie, the DB Cooper like actually sliced him as a child. Because he killed some of his Bigfoot uh, companions. This is probably the best like what about Bigfoot scenario we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The double cross. And, uh, <laughs> Bigfoot with the double cross, like DB Cooper. Yeah. You know? He's like, uh, oh, Dan, here, here they're calling you DB now. That's yeah, weird. Come on, let's go down to the cave. The Wait, legend. It's this way, this way. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> and then Bigfoot just takes the money. Gives the squirrel his cut. <laughs> Disappeared. The That's legend of D.B. Cooper gets more exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotta go check the caves, guys. Check the caves and you'll see some cool guy glasses and a couple parachutes and some bones with a, with a nut sticking out of its eyes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, this is awesome. This is my favorite one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. D.B. Cooper, thanks for being a real guy and hijacking some planes. Yeah, and not, you know. Or a, a plane. A plane. There's one plane. Uh, here's to the FBI for giving him the money. Just take him down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have. I mean, what are they gonna do? He was in a plane was, with the bomb. He was in a plane with the bomb, sure, but could have blown it up. He still had people know, in there. You know, the, the flight attendants and guys, they they knew the risk. All the passengers are out. Yeah, we can save four people or give them two twenty ten dollars, which was like the equivalent to like one million something. Apparently. Yeah, she's so. like. Eh. Seventy-one. And why two hundred thousand? I'm like, give me fucking four million dollars right now, Buster. Four million dollars right now. <laughs> like, no one holds that kind of money in a bank, sir. Want... It's nineteen seventy-one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all the banks. <laughs> all the banks. I want all the banks right now. Oh, all the banks right now. I want you to go uh, all five states yeah. surrounding me. And get it all right here. Got an idea. Okay. You hijack the plane, right? Okay. You go land in LA. Okay. Hey, I want all the fucking money in LA. Give me the shit. I'm fucking blowing the shit up. Okay. And they take off. And they go to fucking 
Texas. Right? You go to Dallas. You go, I want all the fucking money in Dallas. Um, I'm going to blow this shit up. And then you refuel in Dallas. And then you go to Miami. And you're like, I want all the fucking money in Miami. Or I'm going to blow this shit up. And then you get all, and then you just go to Cuba. I'm pretty sure that would work. But then if you landed in Reno, they would have caught him. So I think they have a plan for you already. <laughs> I mean, it's too late now. Yeah. Like in 2020, don't yeah. do it. But if you want to time travel to seventy one, <laughs> yeah. you can literally jump out of a plane and fucking four gents ain't seeing you. Yeah, like I'm a kind of I'd be a genius in nineteen seventy one. I go rob <laughs> entire cities. Entire cities and you know, the Cuba with the Yeah, <laughs> you, you wouldn't trust Bigfoot. Yeah, I know what's going on. No, the double crosser. You got a double cross a double crosser. Oh, this is the best episode we've ever recorded. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, but you know what? You got other fine quality episodes, guys, on our Spotify, our Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. We're always looking for suggestions. Email us at Bigfoot.com or Bigfoot.com. <laughs> Bigfoot at gmail.com. That's our email. We don't have a website. <laughs> We're poor. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this is a good episode. I want to do a special shout out though uh, to a future Bigfoot hunter was born. My nephew Lorenzo. Congratulations for being born and coming into this Bigfoot world. Congratulations. And until next time, guys, gotta ask yourself each and every week, what about Bigfoot? <laughs>